welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is Sonnet 116 from William Shakespeare. The very first episode of this podcast, I read another of his sonnets. But this might be the one that is, if not his most popular, the one that is considered by many to be his best. The most typical example of a great Shakespearean sonnet. I'll read it quickly and then offer a few comments and then I'll read it again. So this is Sonnet 116. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error, and upon me proved, I never writ nor no man ever loved. Like all of Shakespeare's sonnets, this is a... 14-line poem going A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E, F, E, F with a couplet at the end rhyming G, G. This is a great poem to talk about with your students to examine what Shakespeare is doing here and what he's talking about because he's constantly using reversals. Um, It's not uncommon for a reversal to show up in a sonnet towards the end in particular, but Shakespeare uses reversals over and over again. And even the very sort of detachment of the poem is a reversal in its own way. Traditionally, well, maybe not traditionally, but commonly, the sonnet is written to the object of some sort of love, to the object of the poet's affection. But in this poem, there's a sense of detachment, I think. Shakespeare's talking about love. It's much more theoretical, um, much more hypothetical and less dedicated to a certain person. And that detachment allows it to, I think, comment on the nature of love, the nature of commitment, the nature of dedication without being overcome by emotion. I think that's one of the reasons why this poem has lingered, Why one of the reasons why it's lasted. But sometimes I wonder the degree to which Shakespeare is being, even though hypothetical, being realistic or uh, maybe being unrealistically earnest in a way that would be that, that he might be um, doing a send up of uh, some of the, the the ideas behind his other sonnets, even though there's no sort of object of his affection in this poem. The idea that uh, love is an ever fixed mark. Um, love is not love which alters when an alteration finds. I've often wondered if he is being true, if he's telling the truth there, if he's being honest, if he really believes, I suppose, is what I mean, if he really believes what he's saying. Or if there's some sarcasm underneath the surface in this poem. Even so, even if that earnestness is burying some, some sarcasm, I think that there is still something aspirational about this poem, particularly at the end where it talks about the idea of love bearing it out even to the edge of doom. I do think that that is something that is consistent with what Shakespeare would believe, even if the rest of it is perhaps being a little sarcastic. But I'll leave all of that to you and your students and your family 
to discuss and think about. I just thought I'd throw some, some of those thoughts out there. Once more, this is Sonnet 116 by William Shakespeare. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worth's unknown although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error, and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you for listening, and be back tomorrow with another one.